I'm not winging it. I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That means winning it, Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Blair, and I'm here with my girl, Lex. Hello, everyone. It's your girl, Lex. Lex the Flex. And we're here to um, bring in another episode of No Good Company Podcast. We want to thank everyone that listened. We appreciate all of the feedback. I appreciate the reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you have not um, left a review, leave us a five-star rating, or I mean, leave us an honest one. If you think there were three stars, leave that. Um, I love um, commentary, so always, you know, shoot us an email at nogoodcompanypodcast at yahoo.com. Actually, I lied. It's nogoodcompany at yahoo.com. Um, and so today, I'm feeling like... I'm feeling like also be sure to follow us on Instagram at No Good Company Podcast. Yes, be sure. No Good Company Podcast Instagram. And then you can follow us on Twitter at No Good Company. Um, what was I? I'm feeling like I should have took a shot. Shall we take a shot? You want to take a shot? Let's take a shot. Let's take a shot. And if you're listening, it's shot o'clock. You gotta take a shot. And if you in your car, when you get home, you got to take a shot. You if do. you at work, when you get home, <laughs> you got to take a shot. If you in the tub, get your ass out. <laughs> and take a shot. Okay, hold on. Let me go get my shot. Okay. And if, if you don't do hard liquor, chug your wine. Ooh. Okay. Legs, you got your shot? Hold on, I'm pouring it. <laughs> Ooh. It's an 1800 in there, ain't it? Mm-mm. Hold on, we're taking it with Blair. You got a sip, that ain't a shot. Girl, don't judge me, but I got some tequila. A glass of water and a hard a my car's lemonade. <laughs> Ain't nobody judging you for that. Okay. Byron got his shot. He had a sip and he took it. Hey. We're gonna wait on a real nigga. It's only because he had a sip. <laughs> okay. What are we toasting to, girlfriend? Cheers to no good company. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh. I must say. Oh, Lord. When you have no taste, alcohol don't taste that bad. All you do is feel the heartburn from it. Mm. You still make the face. Still make the face, though. <laughs> Burning as it goes down. Um, so how has your week been? 
You know what? what? Once again, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so. Well, since we last so recorded. Far, okay, since we last recorded, um, I went to a funeral. Mm-hmm. And I know um, I'm, I'm, I'm someone that doesn't like to go to funerals. But I will say that every time I go to a funeral at the beginning, I'm always sad you know, for the reason that I'm there. But I always cherish, you know, the moments that I get to spend with family that I don't get to see on the regular. Um, And I know it's all, most people's family, but I know I'm gonna speak for my family. We're always like, we gotta do this. Not this, but you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we gotta get together more. We gotta connect more. We gotta, you know, this can't be the only time that we exactly yeah. but mm-hmm. let's be real we all got lives out here okay mm-hmm. and, you know if we do plan something sometimes everyone's still not able so you come to what you're able to come to so it was good to get to you know see family that i haven't seen in years and um you know me, you know, I like to take pictures, but I probably have more pictures with you than I do some of my family. So that's been something I've been really big on is trying to take more pictures with my family members, because you just know when the last time you're going to see somebody, you know, that's but been other than that. that I've been trying to do as well. Um, I've, I've said that I'm not going to turn down a picture. That was also before I gained like 20 additional pounds. Um, But I said that I was not going to take, I was not going to turn down any pictures with my family because it's very important for us to have those and to be able to honor our ancestors and our relatives and things. And we can do that through just having pictures. So um, I'm just thinking of it like I, I do have, I can take pictures of everything else. I can have a screenshot of everything else. I should be able to have some of my family. Um, are you okay? I you know what? I'm doing pretty good. I I I can't say I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, especially I'm. I feel like I'm doing better or as expected for somebody that lost a close cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first cousin passed, but I feel like um the more I experience death of family members, the better I can cope, you know, I feel like depending on the relationship. So if if I don't have that strong of a relationship, it doesn't affect me the same. I can't say the same for everybody else, you know, uh, versus an unexpected death. I feel like unexpected death death is always unexpected to an extent Mm -hmm. you know um but I feel like I feel good you know this wasn't it it did come as a shock to me but I'm I'm taking it pretty good versus the last one so Mm -hmm. we good over here I'm I'm continuing to live life and uh I do always try to have a positive of, you know, anytime someone in my family passes, I do always feel that they go to heaven because I do believe in heaven. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like that's another angel added to my roster Mm -hmm. of angels personally for me. 
okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I feel good. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, my week, I don't even know what my week consisted of. I'm pretty sure a lot of crying and telling y'all about how I've been crying. <laughs> I've just, um, I don't know. I just haven't been in a really good place. Um, it seems like when COVID hit me, it switched a lot of things over in my brain. Um, a lot of things I just simply don't care for anymore. Like I'm on Twitter and, and I've the past two days I've tried to be actively, you know, engaging on the website, but like I used to love, 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 love Twitter. And then COVID hit and then I just don't care about it anymore. It's like, girls, why are we arguing about skin tone? Why, why are we shaming poor mothers? You know, what come on let's let's stop and then also on the other end i've been feeling pretty stuck i've been feeling pretty complacent in life and i don't know i think i'm going through like a quarter life crisis and um you guys have been able to help me through that realizing that you know i still gotta keep moving my feet i still gotta just bump my head along the way and just figure it out it's just the advice is easy to hear but it's hard to implement when you have little voices in your mind that are telling you that you are a failure what are you going to do next this is really comfortable don't leave this for that or you know it's just a bunch of stuff so i've been a little down in the dumps lately but um shout out to all of my friends they've been really dope um, they've been keeping me company, whether that's, you know, giving me a call, um, FaceTiming me, you know, just shout out to everybody. Because when I tell you my friends have been on it 24-7, when I answer, when I call, for the most part, they answer. And, you know, and if I don't, if they don't answer, they're like calling me like right back, like, what's what's wrong? Are you okay? And I I appreciate that so much, just knowing that I have people in my corner. I appreciate all the listeners of the podcast that have reached out to me. I've had several of my followers um, DMing me just words of encouragement and offering advice. Um, One of my profiles, she is so sweet. Shout out to Demetria. Um, She is, she's just such an angel. She's such a doll. Um, But I just had so many people reach out and I just want to thank everybody for that. But my week has been a little bit hard. The week before that was hard. The week before that one was hard. And the week before that one was hard. But y'all, like, I have a newfound appreciation for life. And I'm going to fight through this. Like, I didn't have I didn't have this fight in me before. And I just used to just be, I don't know, I can't explain it. I just used to just, like, wallow and defeat and, like, you know, do very self-destructive behaviors. But, like, this time I just want to fight back. So um, just pray for my strength as I go through this process. Um, Interesting things. I inserted something into a friend's butt the other day. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, I'm not going to say <laughs> Insert. I inserted a plug. Okay. Yeah. How'd they feel? I think they liked it. Well, it was How long like they a, keep it in? 
I think until they went home to their bay or their appointment with you know whoever they have but I was okay. just so yeah I was just so honored that I had been selected to be the one to insert this object that they trusted me enough they've never had one inserted mm. and I was trusted to do so and it was fun it was a fun uh, experience um just everything around it, you know, getting the person comfortable and stuff like that. So um we switch gears really fast there. I know. No. <laughs> uh, being down in the dumps to me pumping up somebody's butt. <laughs> oh well I do want to say this. Um we're gonna get back to the butthole thing later. But I will say, you know, it's okay to be in, you know, like not feeling Twitter right now you know uh I feel like that's okay I feel like a lot of people go through a slump like that you know and it is about being able to pick yourself up and keep going day to day like you said last week was a hard week but here you are thriving remember that you are actually thriving um and even on top of that I feel like you might have this you could have probably been feeling like that about Twitter prior to you catching COVID, but I feel like anyone that catches COVID has some type of newfound look on life right? Uh, because that's scary. So you could feel like, shit, I just caught fucking COVID. I came this close to losing my life. I'm lucky that, you know, the symptoms I had are the only thing that I have. You can feel like Twitter is small right now because in your world with it everything so you have sweet. going on it it is you know um and that's okay because you you don't want to um you know you don't want to get bored with something like it's like kind of it's kind of like you know when you get a new toy you play with it you play with it you play with it for weeks and weeks even years you might play with that toy and then when you get tired of that toy you put that bitch down <laughs> And sometimes you might pick it back up, you know, and continue to play with it, but that's okay. I want you to know that that is okay, you know, mm -hmm. and if you ever decide that you want to get on Twitter and do something different, that's okay too. Yeah, you know? I was looking at my timeline and I'm like, okay, the, the you're not light skin, you are light skin, this is light skin, that ain't light skin, this is dark skin, this is brown skin, I'm brown skin, I'm dark skin, no, I'm light skin, you ain't light skin, you just wear banana powder. It's like, ladies, why, why do we not even realize what this is looking like? And I, I right. used to in the conversation but I was like y'all there's this more important shit out here and in my opinion conversations like that or um what was another repetitive conversation that I thought was so stupid um it was the whole uh you know poor people should or should not have kids conversation um I think before I had COVID I I agreed and I was like, y'all don't know what it's like to grow up poor. It's not fun. Um, kids shouldn't be, uh, you know what I realized? I'm bitching oh. about COVID and I inserted something to someone's butt. 
<laughs> and I didn't have on a mask. I think, but I mean, she's a little tall, so we were like six feet apart, like, like nose and mouth wise. You know what I mean? We weren't looking at each other. Mm. But anyway, back to. Um, I think I got an idea. Maybe, girl, I ain't telling. My lips are sealed. You such a good friend like that. <laughs> like I do know if I tell you something, your lips be sealed. I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna. I'm looking me. I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna tell it. What was I talking about? But like on Twitter, some of the stuff that the girls. No, I ain't talking about that no more. Some of the stuff that the girls are talking about, I'm like. Do you not get tired of the conversation? And I know it's easy for me to be like the, the you know, the pot above the stove at the moment, but I'm the pot above the stove and I'm over it, ladies. Like it's it's more important stuff. If somebody, if you're dealing with somebody and they feel like they're light skin, like light skin Keisha, one may argue that light skin Keisha ain't light skin. And what I realized is that that is solely based on what region you're in. Because Redbone, the 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 moniker Redbone differentiates based on what region you in. If you in, I think if you in Louisiana, a Redbone is a very very pale, light skinned woman, someone that's even paler than someone that would be yellow. But in Texas, a Redbone is somebody maybe some somebody would consider me red. You know what I mean? I don't know what I. Oh yeah, somebody could consider you to be a Redbone. Yeah, somebody would consider me to be red bone. Somebody would consider Ma- Megan Thee Stallion considers herself to be a red bone um, because they're looking at undertones. Stuff like this varies by region. Skin color is complex, and so is colorism and things like that. So be careful while you're trying to check colorism, not to be um, pushing that colorist agenda further along is not a knee check or a gut check to tell somebody, hey, you're not actually light skin. Now, if they carrying on like, oh, I'm better, you know, as a light skin girl, y'all dark skin, whatever they, you know, the scriptures they like to use for dark skin women were bullying me and I was a kid. And it's somebody that's like, my color, you be like, girl, you're not even light skin. But then it's like everybody that gets, every brown or light-skinned woman, you have to, is she light-skinned, is she not, is she dark-skinned, is she this? Like you guys are furthering this colorist agenda and I I don't like it. Let's stop talking about skin tone unless we are talking about uplifting our chocolate sisters. I don't want to see a bunch of light-skinned bitches argue over who's light-skinned and who's not on Twitter. I'm sorry, it's so exhausting. Yeah. It takes the colorism Um, conversation from dark-skinned women every single time it's like they're about to open up their mouth and speak and then you just got a bunch of little light-skinned beanbags like i'm light-skinned no i'm light-skinned no i'm not light-skinned no you're not light-skinned you're not red bone you're not yellow bone back in my day light-skinned me you was very like just be quiet <laughs> light-skinned people well, shouldn't be talking about colorism unless we're talking about giving a dark-skinned person a platform okay um i feel that I that convert you know what I don't participate in that conversation too often because it's um and the reason is because I I guess I don't discriminate I'm not one of them okay hold up 
when it comes <laughs> to my men, I discriminate. I do too. I like chocolate. Me my too. fiance is a chocolate man. He is. Okay. <laughs> um, but when it just comes to people in general, I don't discriminate. Um, but I also feel like that is because I I feel I feel like when you be around and you've been around and you know better, you do better. Exactly. So with that being said, I have family, I have a first cousin that's mixed. What is that con- considered? She's a light skinned black girl. We going by the book, right? Right. Um, and I have full black cousins aunties that are light-skinned so I never discriminated or felt I don't know that was never a conversation for me because my my family is so many shades that's Mm -hmm. something I always grew up around it wasn't just oh your daddy dark skin your mama dark skin well both of my parents are dark skin but here my auntie is uh, you know, light, right? Same mama and daddy is my mama. Um, so I know, and my grandma birthed all these dark-skinned children, and she light bright. Um, and I also feels like I also feel like you can't define melanated skin, whether it be um, light, light melanin or dark melanin. We shouldn't be defining that. What is the purpose of that? Yes, uh, I do and have seen that light skin black people can be put in better positions, but at the same time, why are we mad at that? What, Lex? Wait, hold up. And when I say why are we mad at that, because I look at it, whether you're light skin or whether you're dark skin, you, what you identify with is the most important so if you are a light-skinned Black woman and you identify as a Black woman in general, I'm happy you're in the position that you're in because you're opening doors. That's what I mean. Just like with our vice, our, our future vice president, we don't care that she's no light-skinned Black woman. We're just happy that a Black woman is in office. No, Twitter cares, and they do not like that Black woman in office, and they also make the argument that she's not Black. She's Black and Indian. Black, I'm Black and Indian, and I'm dark-skinned. So, and, <laughs> she's, and if we, oh, if we just really want to get Indian, technical Indian. Like, and get down to the nitty-gritty, all of us come from African descent. And, I'm, and I know they're talking about india like she's india indian from india the country overseas in asia was so-called asia which is actually africa before they broke it up on the map that's african descent okay we all came from african descent if we just want to get technical so Uh, i'm happy she's opening doors whether she's light skin dark skin she opened the door for there to be a next we are seeing some type of change, whether you like her or not. And I understand that some people don't like her because, you know, what she has done throughout her career. But she a politician and all of them crooked. Let's be real. So it is what it is. Right. 
I think that people have a right to be upset if people of a lighter skin complexion are getting more opportunities than people of dark, darker skin complexions because that's very harmful. That reinforces a lot of things. And honestly, women of darker skin colors do have to endure a lot that women of, like y'all aren't always given the benefit of the doubt. Y'all are seen as more aggressive. Y'all are seen as more brutish. Y'all are, y'all are seen as in such a negative light. You know, who's the criminal? Point to the dark skinned girl. Yeah. Who, who's ugly? And it's like, you, you're not even ugly, but we've associated the skin and our features with not being Eurocentric and not being accepted and not being the standard of beauty. And it just, it just, it, it spirals out of control to opportunities, you know? Stacey that's that's Abrams, very true. Stacey Abrams should be the vice president. She should be. But in my opinion, America was not ready to elect a overweight, dark-skinned Black woman, as progressive as she is. And as much as I wanted her in office, they were not going to do it. If they would have put her on the ticket. And, and it's very, it's actually sickening, it's disgusting, and it's just so disheartening to know that that was probably the only reason why she wasn't on the ticket. They can stomach Kamala. Yeah, for sure. Will people still try to kill her? Will they still try to raid the Capitol? If they could, you know, hijack her and put her in the backseat, you know, bound and gag her, would they? Yes, of course. But do you know that Stacey, that Joe Biden and Stacey Abrams wouldn't have even been considered just based on how that woman looks. And I hope that one day, I hope that Kamala has opened this door for Stacey. I, I want to see Stacey be the president of the United States one day. She has done so much, but it's gonna be discounted just because of simply the way she looks, which I think she's beautiful. Yes, I would love to see it. Lex, um, Lex and her fiance, they over here talking. She didn't put her mic on mute. Well, I didn't want, I didn't know if the doorbell was going to ring. Our pizza was getting uh, dropped off and our dog decided she was going to go her butt outside and she knows okay. she's going to be going out in the front. Are you, but, do you want to take a little eat break? Um, we can pause the I, recording. Yeah, let's take a little eat break. Okay. Real quick. <laughs> I need you to be a quiet little church mouse. <laughs> I am ready to review Atlanta. Okie dokie. So, Candy and Mama Joyce open up the episode, girl. And why are they teaching Raleigh to clean? I know. Why are they teaching her to clean? I get not cleaning because you don't want to but like literally not knowing how come on now she about to be one of them dirty ass trifling ass roommates in college well she got her own little place but oh, my thing is mm-hmm, her own apartment my thing is why you waiting till the week before this girl got to school to teach her how to clean <laughs> they've been teaching her how to clean so it was just like all right and she y'all still didn't teach her then because little baby ace was doing all the work girl he said he 
Cause Raleigh don't like to get her hands dirty. And she didn't cute. pack any gloves. Oh, I'm gonna share it with the tear. Mother Joyce gonna call her out though. Cause Mama Joyce say Raleigh don't be cleaning her tub after she done using it. <laughs> she said Mama Joyce one of them mamas want you to clean the tub every Immediately. <laughs> Spray can, baby's dad. <laughs> can it, can it? Uh uh. <laughs> Can it? Can it never got out the tub and then clean it? <laughs> you don't clean the tub, Riley. Can it get out the tub now and not cleaning it? <laughs> That's why her daughter ain't cleaning it. <laughs> Mama Joy, sorry that didn't stick with candy. Girl. And then that was a cute little scene. But then that we was go. cute. Uh, to Cynthia and Latoya, honey, they meet up to shop and talk, shop and talk, oh. shop and talk about Miss Kenya. And you know what? I gotta give respect where it's due. You were right. Kenya never gave me bisexual, but now she's definitely giving me that. They talk about Kenya until Kenya arrives. Oh. <laughs> Cynthia mentions that she's great, that she's she's grateful that she's not the jealous type because all this Kenya and Latoya talk is annoying. I agree. I think it's I think it's Latoya that's annoying. I think Latoya feels like she has some uh she has I think Latoya feels like she has an it factor. And her it factor is the fact that she's friends with Kenya. Um, but, oh, Latoya, soon will that well run dry. <laughs> so I think that's kind of why Cynthia's like, girl, gone. You just over-infatuated infatuated with Kenya. And it's just like, why? Why? So, you know, Kenya sent Latoya that nude. And it was a, I must give credit where it's due. It was a good nude. I think. It ain't no new nude. It wasn't no That's new old Kenya body. It is not new Kenya body. Girl, I ain't sending no new nude either now. Hold on, big mama. You hear me? I'm big. I feel like the matriarch of the family right now. You call me big mama. I might lose my arm soon. I ain't sending no I'm just saying that nude that Latoya was showing us is not Kenya's current body. That was old Kenya that used to work out. She's going to have a lot more junk in that fake trunk. You hear me? You know my mama think that Kenya's butt is real. I feel like you mentioned it to me, but I just don't know how. Look at it. I know. it. It's very... She done did something to it, and she did it back when you shouldn't have did butt shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to be fast and shit. <laughs> You know, but part of me is skeptical. I'm like, is Kenya really bi-curious or is the or does she realize that the Mark Daly um, storyline is a little tired? Because no one has really bought into their sham of a marriage anyway. You know what? I think I I I think both. I think we haven't seen that side of Kenya, but I feel like that is the side of Kenya. But I do feel like Kenya is one of those people that will do anything for TV. So 
yeah, she's she's introducing us to by curious Kenya. Um and she might she might be up for that that stuff now. You know what? She never gave me those vibes before until she started planning this engagement for Cynthia. But now that I kind of look back at it, you know, during the time that Kenya was coming up, it was you were looked at differently if you were bi or a lesbian or any type of anything other than being straight what people knew, you know? So I wouldn't be surprised that Kenya might be a lesbian, honestly, and has been putting up a facade and be projecting on other people. Um, I can see that because she does have this thing where she does kind of, some people have this thing where they look down on stuff until they're cool with it. Mm-hmm. Or they're cool with their they're cool with that aspect of themselves. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. But, but that whole that, scene was uh It was yeah. a little strange in my opinion, but I'm like, look, eat the cat and get up off of it now. Don't look. I can't yeah. wait. I want to see who's having sex. Seth. I forgot. See, I'm so glad that they didn't do the what they did with Real Housewives of Potomac and, um, you know, tease that um, that um, fight. Yeah. You know Something. how they see? Yeah, the fight. The for, yes, Pepper. I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, hopefully, I mean, I know they'll I know they have to do like a mid-season trailer and stuff like that, so that's when we'll probably start seeing it. But I'm so glad they haven't teased that just yet. Um, so Kenya mentions that she's upset that she was uninvited to Portia's, and I don't understand. You didn't want to go anyway. You didn't feel like Portia was being legitimate in her... Um, you know, uh, uh, pursuit of social justice and being a social justice warrior. So why are you so upset that you weren't invited to an event that you thought wasn't legitimate anyway? Because she just wanted to be there to get camera time. She felt like, all right, Kenya wants to be the it girl. Mm -hmm. And she wants everyone to like her. She wants to be nasty to you, but she wants you to still like her. Like, when she want to play with you, she wants you to play back. And it's like, she feels like right now she can play with Portia and Portia be okay with it. But when someone is not, she has a problem when it's kind of like, you brought this on yourself, girl. You was literally just talking shit. It shouldn't phase you that you did not go to her party. You just care because you were the only girl out of the cast that wasn't there. But Drew wasn't there either. So I wonder, is has Drew been filming for other things um, during this season? What do you mean by that? So uh, Drew wasn't at the party, you know. She didn't make mm-hmm. it to Portia's party. And I feel like I didn't see that much of her on this episode either. Um, I hope she comes back. Keep Drew. Throw out LaToya. Uh, LaToya is interesting, but 
I don't mind people that come in and immediately attack everyone else. We already have someone named Kenya Moore that does that. <laughs> right. And she's already leave a bad taste in your mouth. So we definitely don't need a 2.0. Um, which I don't know if LaToya is as tasteless or if she just, you know, let what she thinks come to her mouth, mind just come out her mouth, you know. Uh, like, I don't think she would say the, some of the things that Kenya says, but you, you know, you never know with these girls. When you're desperate to be on TV, you'll do anything. Um, I think they all look good in their lingerie, though. They, they did. They all did look good in the lingerie. I they personally should had it all up their ass. You hear me? Now, I did think that. I was like, y'all trying this shit on in COVID. Y'all better be buying this. They trying that shit on. Not only are they trying that shit on, but I didn't see no thong inside. I don't go to the store and try on lingerie. You don't? No. What I'm trying it on for? I know what size I am. Get these oh, see, shoes, I do I'm a big bitch And even if I get it, I'm not trying it on there. I try it on doing underwear it. on. I keep my drawers on. Well, I ain't nothing wrong with that, Eva. You know. I might if, try on I keep my drawers on and I keep the little, you know, they normally have like a little uh, liner. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, but I was not pleased with the scene. Let's say that. Because I was like, I really don't care to see Cynthia or Kenya I don't care to see none of them in that lingerie. I'm not, I'm not no man. So that wasn't appeasing to me. They just look good. I was like, oh my God, this just makes me want to eat healthy. That's why I ate that cauliflower tonight. I was Girl, closing my eyes and wishing it was pe- Surgery on surgery on surgery. I know, but I ain't got surgery on surgery money. Exactly. Hell, when you get surgery, does your body going to look like that? But they not actually, I think, now LaToya, I will say, works out, but she, she got some work done. Um, and both, Cynthia get work done, too. Now, uh-huh. her body looks way more natural than anybody else. I don't think she, uh, remember when Cynthia went to the doctor? Portia took Cynthia to the doctor? Mm-hmm. So, shit. Does All your right. body don't look like that at 50? Yeah. Well, Candy, uh, not Candy, uh, Cynthia looks the fuck good at uh, 50. Yes, and then Kenya had to have Candy be the damn decoy event host so that people would actually come. Do you know how fucked up you are to even know that you, can you say it's your event so people will actually show up and show up on time? She knows, girl, she knows she ain't shit. Wouldn't that yeah, be? nobody show up on time still. Dude, we talking about black folks. What you can tell mean? them the wrong time and they still gonna be late. You don't think that means that it's time for a character development or character change? You you saying you don't think that you think that she should have thought that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should have. She should have been thought that. She should be like, okay, now what am I doing wrong? I think at any point any moment anybody should be looking at themselves as what am I doing wrong and even if you feel like you're not doing wrong what can I do to better myself 
And I feel like that's not a conversation we hear Kenya have. You know how at least every now and then, everybody on the cast is like, I'm trying to be a better me. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that because this happened last season and I don't want that to happen. I feel like we never hear that from Kenya. We've heard it from everybody. We've heard it from Candy. I'm trying to be a better me. I'm trying to forgive Portia. I'm trying to do this. Portia, after she, you know, fought Kenya, after she fought the other girl, I'm, I'm going to, you know, anger management. I, I'm trying to be a better me. And I do feel like Portia has came a long way from the Portia we've seen when she first got on the show, the Portia we've seen when she first got divorced, which what people didn't give her a lot of credit for when she first got a divorce. What they should have shown is the women rallying around her and uplifting her and helping her through that because I just think she had a lot of anger from what she went through within that marriage. Mm-hmm. We've seen everybody, even Cynthia, come on the show, everyone come on the show and try to be a better them. No matter what they've been through on that show, the only person we have not seen do that is Kenya. Even when her and Nene was good, she still wasn't good trying to be a better her. She only wanted to be friends with Nene because she knew at that time she could not be friends with Cynthia and not be friends with Nene. Mm-hmm. She so, had to play it like she was putting the best step for the best foot forward too. Yes. So when that shit backfired with her and Nene, she could be like, well, see, I wanted to be Nene's friend. I tried. Mm-hmm. Um, Cynthia, it's not me, it's her. Yep. Well, then Portia uh, meets up with Lauren and her mom. And you know what I loved about this scene so much? It gave me a level of insight into Portia that I've never had before. Because I didn't do any background research on Portia. What I see on TV is what I, is what I get, is what I know. And so just knowing that I knew that her and Lauren were half sisters, but I didn't know the way Lauren is always over there and the way she interacts with Miss Diane, I always thought that Diane was the mom, not that um, whoever Portia's dad is, I know it's somebody important, was the dad, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, seeing that and i love the realness of when lauren admitted that she uninvited kenya how portia was just like girl don't feel no way about it because it's kenya that was right that was not housewives that was portia yeah that was portia williams because don't feel a way about protecting me from what from somebody who clearly wanted who who didn't support my cause anyway we don't have good blood between each other people don't know where we stand don't feel bad for disinviting someone who could potentially be a troublemaker and who has proven that she disrupts other people's events kenya cannot time and time again again, she definitely would have been making side comments at Porsche's event i don't know why she wanted to dress up spend money on hair and makeup just to go to the event and not enjoy it or not think it's authentic. I really, I'm so hung up on that because people be haters like that in real life. Like, let me show up to talk shit. It reminds me of when Giselle was in Monique's house talking shit about Monique. Why even come? Why even come? 
Oh, here we go. All I'm right. Saying. Monique said it okay. best. It seems like you don't want to be here. So just leave. Okay. In that situation, that was, I felt like that situation was blown out of proportion. Because out of all the moments that Giselle is being messy, she be she does not try to be messy in front of everybody. If she come to you and tell you about something that's going on with you, as she was doing in that instance with Ashley, she did not want Monique to hear. Did she choose the wrong words and being like, miss, can't stop talking? Yeah, that's wrong for her to say um, while she was in her house, you know. But Monique do be rumbling off at the mouth, and she was trying to tell Ashley something that she did not want her to hear. Now, maybe should she have waited later? Yes, but the friend blew that out of proportion because she wasn't just talking shit about Monique. Miss, I cannot stop talking. One thing about me, and I'm like the friend, because Lex, if somebody was in your house and was like, I'm trying to have this conversation, but Miss, I cannot stop talking. And I know that y'all have had previous bad blood. I'm going to let you know. And you can pretend like you, you can pretend like you understand. But in that instance, I know that you're going to come right back in that house. So you're going to do exactly what the fuck Monique did, period. You are. I know you. You're not going to be like, you know what? She's trying to talk to Ashley and she said, you know what? She misused her words. No, bitch, you're not going to sit up here and then double shade and kiki. Yeah, because that's coming from one-sided. We're talking about as a viewer. We're seeing the whole thing as a viewer go down. I thought it was some bullshit. Okay, well, that's how you feel. I feel how I feel about it. That's cool. I just don't like that. Don't talk about nobody in their house because I, I have a really big problem with that because I, I've seen in real life. You acting like she said the woman was dirty. She said she couldn't stop talking and at the time it was the truth. I'm trying and to tell my friend back, something. She went back into her confessionals and was talking about who got a fish tank and who this and who that. So like you've been ready. Yeah, I'm going to talk shit now. You know them confessionals do not go on at the same time. They don't go on at the same time but like bitch you've been waiting. Like yep. you waiting i i've been telling you you know i don't like you don't invite me to your house trying to befriend me and you know i don't like you i'm gonna talk shit in your house i'm gonna talk shit not in your house the difference is she got caught talking shit people talk shit in people's houses all day every day y'all not your friends it don't make it right and like you said if it was me Mm -hmm. uh you like you said lex you can't tell me she went you wouldn't have kicked her out I can't tell you that I wouldn't have did that because it, was, it would have been. Byron would have been. But like I said, it would have been one-sided. It would have been my friend coming to me telling me someone is talking shit. But no, I can't say that when I run the video back, like I just didn't think it was that big of a deal at the time, and I still don't think it was that big of a deal. She kicked out. She I just left. Don't that like was that. Like that. Don't come in my house if you just, you know, you don't like me. Just don't come. But at the same time, I ain't trying Giselle, to invite nobody. Mouth is just smart. You know what? That makes for a really soft ass. Smart mouths make it for do. soft ass. My mouth is real smart and my ass is real soft. My fiance loves to rub it every day. <laughs> That's what mama used to tell me. What, what, they, what do they say? A hard head makes for a soft it's ass. Soft ass. Yeah, it do. But at the same time, I'm not just like I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't cower down to nobody. She's not going to cower down to nobody. Whether I'm in your house or not in your house, you ask me to leave. All right, cool. I'm gone. 
who got a fish tank in their house anyway. I'll be talking shit too. I ain't, I ain't mad at that. That's, no, but I that's not the same as Kenya. I think the same thing applies. Why go to a party if you don't support the person and you don't think that they're that they're that they're truly and legitimately supporting their cause that they're saying that they're standing up for it? Why? She, she didn't go to that woman's house for her, and she didn't go because she liked her. She went because let's be real, these women have to be at them events on them exactly. TV. They do. They they do. Period. And that's why she was there. Well, I mean, in that case, then we should have no issue with Kenya wanting to show up. But I still do. We don't have an issue. Okay, hold up. I do. I don't have an issue with her wanting to show up. What I have an issue with is how she reacted after she found out she couldn't go. Because let's be like, let's be real. These are things that happen on a day-to-day basis between people. You talk shit with your girlfriends about somebody. Male, male. Well, I I think it depends on how you talk shit and how serious you take the shit that you talk. Because if you talk stuff about somebody, be like, yeah, girl, such and such, want the whoop. You know, you having a conversation among your friend or whatnot, but then you're invited to her house. She when she's inviting you, she don't know you talking shit. And in those instances, there's not a camera there to catch you talking shit either. So only you and the friend know you talking shit. But because Kenya, who she is, she talks shit to your face. She talks shit behind your back, but she also does show up to events and ruins them. Giselle (laughs) doesn't go to everyone's event and and ruins them. So that's the difference with that. Who event she ruins? She ruined Robin's event. Which other? Give me another one. Because we're talking about someone that continued to ruin events. Which is why she was uninvited. Giselle gets kicked out of almost every event at somebody's house that she's invited to. They literally did a whole montage on that. What are you talking about? You? She got kicked out of Robin's? She got kicked out of Robin's house? No, she didn't get kicked out of Robin's house. Robin just got upset with her for the conversation yeah. she had. But she's got okay. kicked out of three people's houses or three separate events at least. She got kicked out of Monique's house. She got kicked out of Karen's event. She got okay. kicked out of a third event, uh, Sharice's house. This is a reoccurring thing. She got kicked out of Sharice's house for her friend going up them stairs, which that was wrong of him. But Sharice did ask for help. So Sharice did flip-flop on them that day. She still get kicked out. I'm just saying. But they're not in the... She do get kicked... Okay, to your point, she does get kicked out. But they're not in the fashion of Kenya, who is loud going back and forth with you, talking shit about you while she may be in your home, not in your home, or whatsoever. For her not to be invited. For her not to be invited. All these events Giselle has been invited to, regardless of whether they know she talks shit about them or not, because they're filming with her and they want her to be there or they don't want to leave her out because they're inviting the rest of the cast. As far as Kenya, people do not, she does not hold and carry the same weight because people just flat out rather not. You talking about her and Portia have fought. Portia has dragged her. That is true. <laughs> so it's like, 
Can't nobody drag old ass Giselle because she's of that geriatric age where you look stupid fighting an old ass woman. Um, well, Portia talks about her dad's untimely passing. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that gets me is when she has to ask Lauren, how was it living in the house with daddy? Like, how was that? And I was like, oh gosh, the waterworks, because Lauren is saying, you know, he woke up every day, he took me to all of his doctor's appointments, you know, he kissed me on the forehead, and Portia didn't get that, and that was just so sad, and this is another reason why I feel like men, like NBA Youngboy, for example, I don't care, I don't think that if you have, just because you have a lot of money means that you should have a lot of children, because and and it's not just the amount of children, it's about the amount of mothers too, because you're separating these households and you're not able to contribute to them equally. You're not able to spend as much. If you have seven kids and seven different baby mamas, there's no way that you're kissing each one of these kids goodnight or, or good. He ain't morning. kissing none of his kids goodnight unless they're staying at the house with him. Exactly. And so that kind of pointed out uh, that this was another conversation that they had on Twitter because, of course, the men were saying that this man can make as many kids as he wants. He got enough money to support them. One, we don't even know if he's financially supporting the kids. But two, let's say he is. There's no way that you can be a good father to seven different kids with several different baby mamas because it does not work that way. That's not, you can't attend every game. And not that you have to attend every game, but you can attend games. You can't attend you know, parent-teacher conferences. People forget about that part of being a parent, too. Okay, let, hold up. Let's be real. I didn't have this conversation with you, but I did have this conversation with one of our friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... I get your point in that, and it's kind of surface level. Because let's be real, parents out here have one kid, and they work a salary job, and they still don't make it to games to wait kiss you on your forehead before they go to bed at night no 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 no. it is what you said was when you have seven children yes and i'm clarifying they're all in different and i'm clarifying what i'm saying to add in it's very subjective a parent not attending not being able to attend a game because they have a salary job and they have to make that money and they have to provide with that is different than a multimillionaire not being able to attend a game because he got seven other kids and he much rather just not be at that fucking game because fuck these kids i, I created them but they're not my top priority it's a difference it's a difference it and it still takes the same effect in a child life because it, it, as a it, it kid does. that's not what it you're does. looking at you just know your mom and daddy is not there that's so true. that doesn't matter it, but I'm talking about it from my adult that. point of view. I'm not talking about it from the kids. And so another thing... But we're talking about how it affects the kids. We so are. when we look at that, we, we have to figure it, look at how they view me, it. As a 26-year-old adult and not a 2-year-old, 3-year-old, 4-year-old, 7-year-old kid, I'm taking into all factors. So as, in a, as a 26-year-old adult, I would much rather... Like my dad was not able to attend my parent-teacher conferences because he lived in another state. My dad did not not attend my parent-teacher conferences because he had seven or eight kids spread out between seven or eight baby mamas. So yes, he didn't get to attend and that does have an effect on me. But when he was able to come to the state, he did. You know, and what I'm saying is, tying this back to Portia, Portia didn't get the same, um, 
treatment because she did not live in the household. And she did not live in the household because he had two separate, at least two, I don't know how many other kids she, or how many other siblings she has, but at least two kids with two different moms and one kid stayed with him, but the other kid didn't. So I'm saying when you multiply that times seven, there's just no way that you can physically be present for every single one of your kids. And when you elect to do that, when you elect to keep having kids and you're not taking care of the other ones, to me, it's different than like that same, like for instance, the reason why you couldn't eat as a kid, you know, y'all went starving is because your mom was a single parent that was working, you know, 80 hours, you know, 80 hour a week shifts and stuff and was just barely, you know, barely making it by trying to provide. It's a lot different than knowing that the reason why you couldn't eat was because you had a padlock on your refrigerator and your mom was a psychopath. It's totally different. You still have some trauma around it, but it's as an adult, you can stomach, you can stomach one and you can work through one a lot more than the other. Because there are kids out there who don't get to eat because their parents abuse them and neglect them purposefully. That's what I'm saying. It's to me, as an adult, I'm able to add in subjectiveness and intent that I couldn't do as a kid. You just know that they're not there. That's all that I was, so I was just trying to clarify that I think that young boy is being neglectful and careless. And but I'm, you can't say that. Can't. And the reason I say you can't say that is because technically we we don't know what he is and, do, and what he isn't isn't doing, correct? So it's just like you be present in all seven of his kids' lives. That I, no I know one that has that many baby mamas is present. So I but if he, it also mm. technically goes down to the parent that someone wants to be, because if you want to be present in all six or seven of your children's lives, you will be that. And mm. you being a millionaire, if you want to do that, you will make time for that. If a, I feel like regardless, there's people parents, huh? I said, yeah, you can move them all into your house. You can move them all in. You can have them live all in the same city. And like you said, no, no household is part. No household, whether it's one child, two child, three child, whatever, is going to be perfect. No parent is going to make it to all the games. No, yes, Lauren had a different experience from Portia. Um, and that's because that's, that, I feel like that's something that comes along with life. We don't choose our parents and we can't tell our parents, especially when we are children, how to be parents. You might feel like, you know, that's wrong for him to do. But at the same time, no, I just feel like no one, unless you want to be the parent that shows up at every basketball game, no parent does that. But don't so take it literally when I say showing up at games. Of course, it, no, no, she, no, no. That's to, not. I'm using that because that's influ that's influential in children's lives. Regardless yeah, but you don't have to be to at every, every game or single not. game. But you can go to at least one. And if he has seven children, all of them don't have to play a game. So they don't say he can. Oh, I think you're taking it literal to make games. your point, and literally. You don't, I don't expect any parent. I know that there are some parents that have, they have never missed a game, but I don't think that's realistic in most people's households. I also don't think that all seven kids have to play a game because for one, most of young boys' kids, 
barely just learn how to walk. So I don't think there's any exactly, games. Exactly, but you said he can't be present he and can. there for all seven. He can't. He can't be present but for all seven. He can. But he can't. That's just simple. We as just that. talked about if he decided to move everybody in a house. But he's not going to do that. We don't know what he's gonna do. I do. How you figure? He's not going to do that. If he wanted to do How that, how do you figure that you know that? Any man that has seven different kids by seven different mamas does not plan on keeping them seven different kids all in his house. Hold and up. You can be obtuse and you can and you can argue your fact and I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm gonna let you argue your point. None Just of this is fact because we are speaking on people we don't know. We so always we don't know people that we don't know. I know. So none of the you you say you can argue your fact and I'm just saying none of what I'm saying is fact. Well, you can argue. Not. You can argue your point. I'm sorry. Let me trade out words here because you you're getting literal to try to prove a point to me. When everything that I we say, can agree to disagree figures. on this. Just because you feel like that, that's how you feel about the situation. Because my brother has, mm-hmm. my brother has eight kids. No, he can't be in everybody's house. Well, that's household, why you feel but that he way. Doesn't, Because I can, I've seen it be done. So it how many baby on moms does he of, have? Um, one, two girls have a set of twins, so he has five sets of baby mamas. And one of his children live with him. So, yeah, she's getting a different experience than what his other children are getting. But her mother also died. Look, so when it comes to this, I'm not trying to hit nobody. But I ain't trying to miss nobody either. I do not feel that you can be a good parent with seven different kids and seven different baby mamas. You and cannot delegate your time. That's your I opinion. That you, you can't say no one can be a good parent. What's the definition was, of a good parent? What's the definition of a good parent? A parent that's nurturing, a parent that can provide, a parent that can attend and be emotionally attentive to their kids. And I do not, I personally do not feel like you can do that if you have eight different kids or seven different kids and five, six, seven different baby mamas. That's my personal opinion. You can't. And then I also feel like if you want to be a good parent, if you have seven children, and you decide, I want to be a good parent to all seven of these children, you will. Now, will somebody miss out? Maybe so, but all kids miss out on something. But if you want to show up and be active in your children's lives, you will. And if you are a millionaire, you just have more access and ability to do that versus someone that's not. Because, all right, you can be here with one child and hop on a flight to go see another child. That you're very much so capable of that if you want to do that. Parents that parents that want to do it always make a way. So let me ask you this. Do you feel like, not do you know, do you feel like NBA Young Boy is a good parent to all seven of his kids? You talk he just had four this 2020 alone, one this year. Yes or no? Yes. You mind, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean from what I hear about what I hear from his oldest children's baby mamas, they all say he's a good father. Okay. Who be downing him as a dad? Okay. Which one of his baby mama downs him as a dad? I've definitely seen, I don't know which one. He has seven. I'm sorry, I don't know which one. And he but... literally just had three of them in 2020 and one in this year. And he takes care of he also takes care of a child that what? Is that is that a good thing? What do you mean? He just had 
I'm not saying ridiculous. that that's a good thing. What I'm saying is, you said, is he, he a good is father? spreading his seed around and you are going to eat your words one day because when them kids get old enough to speak their truth, I cannot wait to hear it. I so what do you wait. feel about Mayweather? I don't know much about that situation. I don't know how many kids he has. He got a bunch. And he actually had three of his baby mamas living in the house. In the, the one that, house. But I, what, do you not what, get what I'm saying? What I'm saying, I, I don't know what NBA young boys don't do. But I do know Jania and the three little boys that we always see him have. How good of a parent can you be if you beating on the um if you're beating on the child's mother or you, or if you have beat beat on the child's mother? I'm not talking about if he beating on somebody mama or not. I am. I just asked you a question. How good of a parent can you be? I don't know because some men that beat on women are actually good to their children. You can't be good to a child. You can't be good to chill to the to the child if you're beating and whooping the mama's ass. I'm sorry. And and that's understandable, but I. As far as getting into his personal life, knowing who he be now, who he not be now, I don't know nothing about that. What well, I do know is... I do know about that because I seen him do it on video. I didn't say you didn't. I never said you didn't. I didn't I say, say that I you didn't. said that I didn't. I said you that said I did. I do know about that as if I, I, I said, referenced that you didn't. That's not how I did it. I said I do to add to your conversation. I never said what you did or did not say in regards to me. I just said I did like I've actually seen it. I have seen the video. I don't know if you haven't seen the video or not. No, I haven't because I, I don't dig into him like that to I know. Do. I just do know. I've it had this conversation with somebody else. And it wasn't even about NBA Youngboy. We were just talking about, matter of fact, talking about a mutual friend of ours having more than three kids. And if he could actively be present as a father. And like I said, it boils down to you as a parent, what you want to do for your children, regardless of whether they are in the same household or not. If you want to show up for a game, you want to show up for parent-teacher conferences, you will make a way, you will make your schedule you will do that to be there. And I guess I will he do like that? I don't know. Kids. I don't think that you really want to. I don't. I think that that's very just careless when you have seven kids by seven different baby mamas. I think it's very careless and it's very telling. Who does I that? Mean, you can feel like it's careless, but that that shit that happens. That People shit do be happen. out here. That, do that doesn't just happen. You know No, what? yeah, you got to have sex to do it. But what I'm saying is that's happen. very realistic. But seven, at this point, you know how babies work. Yeah. You know and how they are still want to bust a nut. And that's what you want. You want to bust a nut, but you don't want to have a child. I, I can't speak for them because I ain't carelessly I out mean. here busting nuts. But if you do carelessly bust a nut and you and her decide y'all not, y'all gonna keep a child, you're gonna keep a child, it's up to you now that that child is here to take care of it. I can't say what he will and can't do, but I am a firm believer when people decide they want to do something, they will do it. Now, I am a firm believer in that. I don't know who else to compare as far as having that many kids, you know, um, 
because like I said, he just had three of them in 2020. But as far as Jania and the, his two baby mamas, I I don't know. I I haven't heard them speak of him in a father role badly from my from what I've heard and from what I've seen. You might have seen different. And if so, you will have to educate me on that because that's not what I know. And I also know one of the seven children we're talking about is actually not his. So, you know, that does that not give him some credit of already taking care of a child that's not his? Not in my book. It don't? No, Why? not in the not in the grand scheme of his things, but let's take a step back from young boy and get back into uh Portia. <laughs> So Portia and um, we can get back on it, but Portia is basically saying that her experience was different because she did not get to live under the same in the same household as her dad. So she didn't get that family dynamic that Lauren got to get. And then unfortunately that she remembers that she remembers. And unfortunately, uh, when he passed, I think he passed when Lauren said she was like 10 years old. So neither one of them really got that good that both got an experience that the the uh the other didn't get right and then um in their teen years or whatever he wasn't present because he was of course he passed so um you know a lot of that the growing pains that you go through as a teenager they didn't get to share that with their dad and uh, uh-huh. Portia mentioned how um how that affected how she and Lauren um, how they couldn't look up to him and she couldn't have a, she didn't have that mold of what she should look for in her dating years. I don't know why she said that, like she's not done dating, but I guess she was basically saying she doesn't have a man. When she got introduced to dating. Right, right. She doesn't have a man to look up to. And I was like, you know what? I never thought of that because I have a half sister as well. And both of us have very different relationships and experiences with our dad because, and on one hand, I think that my sister feels as if I have the better relationship with my dad and that my dad has done more for me. However, I lived five hours away from my dad the majority of my life. And she was able to, at one point, live with my dad. I think when she was in high school, I think she lived with my dad for about four years, maybe two years. Um, and so I never got to experience living with my dad. When I got to see my dad, it was three months out of the year for the, the summer and then maybe a winter break and a, like any type of break, if it was called a break, I would get to see him. And so um, it does kind of affect the children and it does kind of affect you in adulthood. And that makes so much sense of, you know, why Portia was the way she was and probably explains how she ended up with Cordell. Maybe. Remember Portia when she was with Cordell? She was very submissive and my husband doesn't do this and my husband doesn't allow this and I have to do this for my husband. And now then then she went through her Princess of Thotland thing and now she's the Portia that we know and love today. So it is very interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. Like I know that Parenting can be everything when it comes to how people function as adults. Um, And then we move on to the day of Cynthia's engagement dinner. Hold on. I got something to say about Portia's scene. 
Let's you want to go off on the NBA? Uh, run, run down about him having seven children because I don't care. He ain't my daddy, but daddy ain't mine. Cause <laughs> girl, well, that's that's just a different topic for another day. Uh, that we can, scene we can was real touching because <laughs> we can talk about that one all night. Uh, that scene was real touching or whatnot to see her have that conversation with her mom and sister um and it's not about that it's about you i was we recording Y'all, Lex is so annoyed. <laughs> what were you saying, Lex? Um, that was very touching to see. I like seeing out of all the housewives, I like seeing Portia when they dig into her family dynamic. When she sits down with her sister, Pilar, her mom, I love to see that side of Portia. Um, and I don't know if it's because we've gotten to see all sides of all sides of Portia. You know, we kind of watched her grow up an extent on the show. So I don't know if that's why I love it, but it was really good to see that. And as far as the father dynamic, um, you know, it it did sadden me that she felt some type of way about um you know, Lauren receiving something that she didn't receive as far as like the kisses every day, seeing him come home every day. That is sad, you know, and I feel like us as people, we tend to always miss something we never, we never had, if you know what I mean. Like the grass um, is always greener. Right. But at the same time, she technically got to experience her father longer than Lauren did. So, yeah, Lauren was in the house every day and got the family dynamic longer than Portia got it. But technically, Portia got to have her father longer because she she was older. So their father didn't pass till Portia was like, I think she said 16 or 17. You know, that's almost to adulthood. So I get that she's saying, oh, I didn't have that father figure for me to go into the dating world. But it's still kind of like you still got to see your father be a man in certain aspects in a point in your life where you can remember. You know what I mean? And I feel like we don't notice like she missed out on the aspect of bringing a man home and her daddy being like hell no he ain't it he ain't no good he got to go you know she did miss out on that and I feel like that is very instrumental when a woman picks a man or when a man picks a woman when you go home to meet the parents you know Mm -hmm. but as far as missing out on a father in general uh i don't i think what so i think she thinks that lauren has something that was so special that she didn't have Mm -hmm. you know when in actuality she did um 
to an extent. Like I get, she's not there every day. But like Lauren said, he will wake up, give me a kiss, but he gone all day. You know what I mean? So yeah, I live with him, but just because he laying down in my house really don't mean that I'm seeing him too much more than what you seeing him. Cause you coming over here on the weekends when he ain't working. And that's the same amount of times right. that I'm getting to see him, you know? Um, but it was touching to see both of them comfort each other for that. Um, and and oh, show yeah. the sisterly bond that they had. And I was happy about that scene. I feel like that scene kind of balanced out the show. Cause I know when we talked yesterday, I was kind of like, mm, I wasn't feeling the show. And I literally typed, I was like, boo, um, <laughs> because, <laughs> listen, um, I'm one of those people, I, I came up in the Flavor Flav era, I want reality Flav. TV, you know what I mean? You want some bitches to be in each other's face. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. No. Like, like we we being real here. I'm being real. You should want that's what brings the numbers in. Yes, I do. People still watch Jerry Springer to this day because of that shit. I can't watch that shit, man. I, I ain't say I'm watching Jerry Springer because we got reality that's TV. That's why now. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop because they do too much. Like uh, don't you just love to- when we at a club and a fight break out? Yes, but you want to know why? That's because it happens. I couldn't do, like, when we were in undergrad and a fight broke out at every single party and shut it down, I can't do that. I can't do the track team and basketball team coming in and whooping everybody ass every time. Like, I want to be able like, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. But that's honestly one of the reasons why I took so well to Potomac because up until recently, the drama was so lighthearted and fun. It was very surface level. It just got deep. Well, I ain't, I ain't saying we got to be cracking a bitch upside the head with a bottle. <laughs> and I ain't saying I need Portia to drag King every episode either. <laughs> but but like, even with, just, like even when Marlo did her thing, even though it was funny, I was like, come on, Marlo. Like... I just felt like that. I guess I don't Kanye be feeling Grace. like that. I because felt like that Kanye Grace, like, why I always got a problem when you in the hood? Damn. <laughs> like, I'm new in the hood. <laughs> like, I just feel like this, let me say this. I feel like reality TV is very fake. And I feel like it gets faker and faker as the years go on. And if you're going to give me a fake show, give me what the fuck I want. Give me the drama. If y'all gonna make it fake, give me the drama. I wasn't like, uh, like I know some people was like, ooh, finally event where it didn't go live. Who gives a fuck about this little ass engagement party that can get through for Cynthia that didn't nobody come to except for the fucking cast? It's me, I'm bitches. I was like, yes, I'm so glad that they were able to contain it and bring it back. That's literally in my notes. Hold on. But other than that, we just watching them do what? Number no number twelve and Candy finally shuts down the shade. I was so happy to see them eat, look nice, and be lighthearted. What's wrong with a little lighthearted shade? Why everything gotta go to bitch this and bitch that? Am I just getting no no no? Nothing wrong with that. Am I getting old? 
<laughs> no, I don't think you're getting old. It's nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like I watch reality TV for excitement. You know what I mean? Um, if I wanted to watch bitches kumbaya, like, I don't need them to fight every episode. No. You know what I mean? But I do need every episode to be spicy. I need every episode to be like, mm, all right, you know, and like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next episode because she read her down. That's that's what I want to see. It doesn't have to be a fight, but damn, give me a good read session every episode or something because, yes, Cynthia's little event was cute, but let's be real. Kenya threw that event for fucking camera time. She, they didn't have shit else to do. Yeah. And I'm tired of these staged events. See, I guess for me, I look, I've seen a glimpse of what behind how our production goes on for TV. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like no matter what I watch, I can't not see it without realizing how it would, came about. So for the past couple of years, ever since I was on the set of True Detective, I've been like, oh, that's some bullshit. <laughs> like, all these events be fake. Everybody, every season, they get two, three events. All right? You're going to have a party. You're going to have one party at your house. You're going to have an event that you pick somewhere out in one of these small event spaces that they picking up in Atlanta. And you're going to throw you a party. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta throw you a party one of these events faces, okay you gonna launch you a brand you gonna have a lunch at one of your businesses or something and then you gonna throw you a party for whatever anniversary birthday whatever and then you have your house your party where they at your house every season it never fails each housewife get each housewife get one this week the event was at <laughs> Kenya's small event space <laughs> did you hear what marlo said when she walked in she said all out in the boonies for a snowman <laughs> <laughs> marlo, I, you know snowman. what i didn't catch that but i love marlo i love marlo <laughs> but i guess because i picked up on that it's not the same to me all of all of it is now staged to me you know what I mean? It's all very much so staged, but it's still, I feel like there's still some real feelings behind some of that stage shit. Like, I think people really do dislike Kenya. And I no, really I think, think that Kenya is a dislikable so person. I know that yeah. she's playing a role, but you know what I mean? Like, just how Candy plays a certain role, but I still think that bitch about her paper, like, for real. I don't think, oh, I and don't I think, go ahead. Okay, I think to an extent Kenya plays a role. I don't think she play mean and nasty. I think that bitch is really mean and nasty. She ups it up for cameras, but that's really how she feels. It's easy to play something when you know what I'm saying. It's like that. Yes. Always be um, playing the um, the taken, you know, and taken and in, in, in movies like that. I feel like this nigga just bored enough to go rescue a motherfucker in real life after a while that becomes you even if it ain't you it becomes you that's how you act yeah but i feel like she like she really is uh mean and nasty the things that i think she does for camera is like mark that's for camera yeah Uh, child the child separation thing that's for camera 
But how she treats these women, and how she I think that shit, and I, that shit is real. That shit is real. That's who she is, and I think that is who she wants to portray herself to be too. Like she, she's she puts herself on this pedestal that she's not on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's not okay for a woman to put herself on a pedestal by all means, honey. But it's something about you being on a pedestal with your nose up in the air thinking that you're greater greater than everybody else when you not or acting like your shit don't stink when you got the stankiest shit out here. Oh, that's yeah. that that that's that with her. And you know, I just got a strong dislike for Kenya. Even when she tried to make nice with all the girls, I'm like, hell no. Nah. Yeah, I don't really be believing it. I um, never do. The day of Cynthia's engagement dinner, Kenya stated that she was planning the party like her own because she did not get one. You got to watch out for people like that. You hear me? Because that, that event was not for Cynthia. The event was for Kenya. She just needed to throw Cynthia's name on it, just like she needed to throw candy in there to get people there. It was not for Cynthia because my thing is she talking about she didn't get no engagement party. Bitch, you didn't have no bridesmaids to throw you on. Right. Because you was hiding your little fake marriage. Then, you know what really bothers me? Cynthia and Mark's slow asses really think that they're about to go argue with Marlo over drinks besides Joe Biden. And it's laughable. <laughs> but at least she looks good. You know what? We never Yes, they really... <laughs> That was, they was so really think that Joe Biden was that desperate for the black folk? All he said, he already let us know where he stood. He said, if you ain't, if you, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. <laughs> and he also had them groups of little, little black African-Americans sitting around him at his podium. He said, you know, I too used to have roaches. <laughs> That's what he that's what he said, girl. That's what he said. So he's done girl. everything that he needed to do to secure the black vote. Why the fuck would he be with the Atlanta housewives? Do you do you know how sideways I be looking at him? I'm like, now that's trying very hard. Very hard. Now, I don't think he gonna come to a little event like that where the real housewives of Atlanta is at. They but like he's gonna bigger... show up to that little um a uh, four-hour uh, rental event space and show out. Like, are you kidding me? You didn't need what we <laughs> no presidential clearance, nothing. You just thought she was gonna be posted up with 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 Joe Biden during COVID. <laughs> and I didn't know that Mike Hill was um used to be a Fox commentator. He should know better. He used to be yes, a news anchor. Yes. Yeah, Mike Hill going bald too. I noticed that at the top. Um, ain't he 50 girl hmm? I said ain't he 50 girl <laughs> girl I don't know how old that man is I don't um, know He's in a track I just seen the little come over comb over he had cause the hair he combed over was way more wavier than us <laughs> girl that's because that that's a little stress you know like that you know that your crown always be a lot looser than the back of your head that shit be tightened up girl he combed that shit over and that show what he was combing over and I was like <laughs> alright Mike <laughs> but well, um and Tanya was the first one to uh, arrive and so my whole thing is if y'all really thought Joe Biden was coming Tanya why me and you got the same dress in our closet and why is you wearing that to an event you think Joe Biden gonna be at 
Girl. Tanya thought that was cute. It was cute. It to me it wasn't white, uh white tie. No, it wasn't. She had, you know, it was very cute though. I would wear it. Yeah, but not I look good in white, but I don't. <laughs> Not to that, which I don't understand why they couldn't just tell everybody else that it was in a, a surprise engagement party. Because they would have spilled it and ruined the beans. You think maybe that was part of the story. Yes. Who was going to spill it to her? Portia? Candy? No, Candy knew what it was, didn't she? She did. She would be the one that would spill the beans, though, crazy enough, <laughs> in my personal opinion. Exactly. So I don't I don't think they would have told. I think they would have showed up. Um, what I didn't like, so I, it was nice to see them all laughing, dancing, but it just kind of seemed um, boring and forced. I feel like we had more fun and my going on at the cabin than they did at the little chill engagement. Yeah, I I felt that way too. What I didn't what bothered me the most was um was uh what bothered me the most was um doggone it, what was it? It was it was Mike and Cynthia arriving in the middle, like everyone hadn't arrived yet. So when they make it in, they're still technically setting up. The DJ ain't even got shit playing. Girl, there wasn't nothing playing. And it was so dull up in there. Then <laughs> they didn't realize it was their engagement party. She got chill everywhere on the four walls. <laughs> But they didn't realize. Um, it was just, I just think that the beginning of that scene was so bland. I didn't like that. I didn't like their arrival. I do wish that they could have arrived last, you know, um, with everything set up. But it'd it be like that sometimes. I I liked the fun little banner they had. I liked, to see, I liked seeing... Um, Candy and Portia do the little duet. It, it's nice to see how far they've come. It is. Because um, Candy way better than me, child. <laughs> way better than me, but I think she doing what she has to do for a check. And That's one thing she gonna do is get some money, though. So I understand you can't let nobody fuck up your money. Yeah. I didn't like how Candy... I feel like I don't know what's to come of this season, but I sent you that thing that Portia posted earlier, mm -hmm. and I think the person she was hinting at in her live about coming on her sister and her page is Kenya. Um, but I didn't like how she she just doesn't like Portia so bad that a Portia ride would 55 minutes late or 55 I wasn't sure if the timer we were getting was an hour and minutes or mm. minutes and seconds, you know? I think so, it was, uh, I think she was about an hour late after, an hour late after the, the thing got uh, started. And I guess that can be typical, but in my notes, I put Portia arrives late and chatty, and I hate people like that. It, it could just be an Aquarius thing, but it's one thing to arrive late, 
But if you arrive late and I'm in the middle of fucking talking, shut the fuck up. But you gotta, you over here like people, people are rude. I'm sorry, being late is rude. This is coming from somebody who's consistently late. It's rude as fuck. It shows you have no regard for other people's time. And the least you can do when you roll up to something late and you walk in and someone's in the middle of speaking, you can shut the fuck up. Okay, the talking part might have been rude, but it was kind of like she was only annoyed that because it was Portia. If it was anybody else, she wouldn't have fucking cared. She would have just kept talking because when her girl pal Latoya showed up an hour and twenty five minute minutes late, she was just happy Latoya was there. So yeah, Latoya showed up in the middle of them eating. She wasn't on stage, so. But at the same time, when Portia came in and hugged people and did the little hey or whatnot, they didn't, they could have whispered me like, hey girl, you know, they didn't do that either. They didn't, they, the same respect that Portia, you, y'all claiming Portia didn't have, they didn't have for, uh, Kenya's little speech either because the speech was real. The speech was bullshit. It was about her. She called herself trying to redeem herself for uh, what she did at her engagement party. When I still stand firm, she meant to ruin that girl's shit. She knew exactly what the fuck she was doing. And, like, once again, people like her, you cannot trust. Because she's not Cynthia's friend just to be Cynthia's friend. She's Cynthia's friend right now because it's beneficial to her. She is. So it's kind of like, I guess I didn't care about it. I guess I didn't care about that because I don't care for Kenya. So I don't care if somebody interrupts her talking because I didn't care about her talking in the first place. Well, you know what that is? Recognizing what it is. Hello? I need to have a little thing on mine like you have on yours. Like, what are you talking about? Um, on your, you have like a little avatar on your Zoom. I do? Yeah. Oh, that's this because this must be my business then. But, um, yeah, I, I, that's what I had in my notes. I put that she was rude for that. But I just have a pet peeve with that. Like, I have a pet peeve of people talking over the speaker. Like, just, but at the same time, like you said, it was uh, Kenya. If we back up a little bit, Kenya is asked to be one of the bridesmaids. Why did Cynthia go and decide to have bridesmaids after originally not wanting to have them? And why does Kenya one? Then she went and invited Kenya. And I just, <laughs> I love how Mama Joyce be talking. She invited all the ladies to be bridesmaids, didn't she? No. It was just uh, Kenya and Candy. Uh-uh. Kenya, Candy, Eva. Oh, yeah, I didn't Portia. count Eva. She invited Portia to be a bridesmaid. I thought not she in that episode. Let me go look. Not in that. Not in that oh. episode. No, but I'm just saying in general, who was bridesmaids at her wedding? I think all of them. But Girl, let me go check. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> she too. Let me go on now. Let me not say that. Mm, but say. it. I just thought it was fake. It like, is. Girl, you know you're not that good of friends with Candy for her to be your bridesmaid. You know what I mean? Like, this alliance. Candy talking through her pierced lips. Okay. Thank you, Jen. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, Thank Candy, you, Cynthia. Cynthia. She was so shocked. 
She was like, me? Me? You, asking me? you know how she talks. Her teeth don't be moving. She just be talking. Let me see if I find this bridesmaid picture. Oh, can we also uh, finally admit the candy can scene? Or no? Candy can scene. But <laughs> Candy is a songwriter. She can sing. Is she can't sing. <laughs> she can't sing, okay? She is not who I'm picking up my phone. Like, let me go listen to some Candy Birds. Right. You know? Um, that's that's true. Happening. I definitely don't have not one Candy Birds album on my uh, on my um, iPod, but what I do have is a bunch of songs that Candy Birds has written. Okay. And I ain't gonna deny that talent. Baby can write some songs now. Marlo's face when Kenya's new went around the table was my breaking point. <laughs> I knew that Marlo was gearing up to start some shit. And then boom, what does she do? She make the ass, uh, she makes the ass come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was right for that comment. I mean, like I give people like, shut up, uh, Ken's like, shut up, Marlo. But it's like, girl, it's the truth. She was talking, what what Latoya say? I wanna, I wanna be like that or I want a body like that. And Marlo was asking, you want your ass done? Because hell, that's all that's in the picture is that ass. <laughs> and then um, what were you finna say bridesmaids uh, as far as being on Real Housewives of Atlanta Kenya, Candy Eva her sister and uh, Layden whoever that is and then her uh her sister's daughter. I think some makeup artist, but yeah. Kenya Candy, Eva, which um, her and Eva's relationship, sin, sin is not to be trusted. I just need to say I, this. Yeah, I don't think I would trust her either. Now, I always be like, I always be like, don't trust the nice ones because I used to have friends like that when I was back in high school and when I was in college, I would have some of the nicest friends. And what I mean by that is like, they're really nice. To, they, they are nice presenting. Mm -hmm. And so people just think they can do no wrong. And then when I tell you them hoes, <laughs> and I ain't going to say be the main one. But just because, like, for instance, if I don't like somebody, I might outwardly say it and express it. If they don't like somebody, they, they're not going to outwardly say it and express it, but they're going to have the same views as I. The only difference is they just didn't share them. But people just think they're just the sweetest person, and I'm just the biggest asshole. And I'm like, she feels the same exact way that I do. I'm just the motherfucker that said it. <laughs> right. I, and that's why her and Nene's relationship was what it was. I'm a firm believer in, I believe, and I know this is really, really off track, honestly. So we can get back on track. But I think the reason Eva called herself so-called stop liking Nene was because Cynthia went back and ran her mouth about some shit she probably shouldn't have. Because other than that, what was Eva's reasoning for being mad at Nene? 
She was mad that Nene didn't take her mic off. Exactly. When girl, you weren't supposed to be taking your mic off. And like Nene said, I'm sorry, I might have should have told you I was mic, but I'm not taking this mic off because I I want this check. So it, it it is what it was. Was you gonna check Nene for the mic? Now you hear her on mic telling the producer she don't want to do it. So the intentions were there, you know. Now I get being mad for a little bit, but it's mad as, as long as how long she was mad and how she wanted to carry it out. Like Nene just did something so horrible to her when it's like, girl, you putting this shit on TV. You 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 talking about you running from your ex, but here you are on a TV show, right? Showing your house. You know how easy it is for us to screenshot your house, put that shit into Google, and find out where you live. Did she show the outside of it? They did show the outside of it mm-hmm. more than once. Um. Kenya uh, claims she has three people that she sleep with. Candy, Latoya, and Cynthia. Are we shocked? No. Next. Um, (laughs) Kenya confronts Portia about being uninvited to Portia Survives event not hosted by Portia. (laughs) Girl. My thing is, she should have took the thank you for the gift and left it at that. Because she just comes off once again as bitter and hateful. Like, girl, you you a grown-ass woman. You know how I would feel if somebody invited me. For, for the most part, if you invite me to your event, nine times out of ten, I about feel like don't want to go no more. <laughs> <laughs> so you calling not invite me. Oh, I'm taking these clothes off and I'm sitting my naked butt on the couch. <laughs> okay? Ain't no, sh- ain't gonna hurt me for me to sit at home. <laughs> but for her to be as old as she is, acting how she acted, it was like, you threw this event. And out of all the events you shouldn't want to go left, it should be an event that you threw. But here you are bringing up that conversation. When that's a conversation she could have had at a later date, and just respected the thank you for the gift. Exactly, my nigga. But Kenya and Kenya fashion. She wants to be the it girl. She may have the eye, but she does not have the tea. Like Lanithia mm-hmm. Lee said. Mm. And I don't think she got the it at all. She don't. She don't have the eye or the tea. She got acting. Mm-hmm. She got girl. <laughs> Um, and then they wrap up and then Cynthia and Mike are just so disappointed that Joe Biden did not. Um, <laughs> Girl, they were like, so you know what? Y'all just so paid <laughs> for each other. Two peas in a dumbass pie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, y'all lured me somewhere thinking I'm finna meet the future president of the United States and he not there. I'm gonna be bummed too. But no one lured them there with under that impression. Someone just jokingly said in the group message, oh my God, Joe Biden. <laughs> and now they she ran with done. it. But you know what I'm mad about? What? I'm mad about it. She let that man put that shirt on without a tie and he was going to meet Joe Biden. Ooh. 
Then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad they didn't do better on their attire for them to be going to meet Joe Biden. Um, but then we uh we go back to Riley and Ace. For some reason, I have his name listed as Cash. I know it's because that's what his name was supposed to be. But Cash misses Riley already, honey. <laughs> And he was sad, had her fucked up over them gloves because she didn't pack none. She don't like to get her hands dirty. She likes cleaning up for Riley. And he likes when Riley plays with her. And then his second thing that he likes is when Riley plays with him again, honey. So I was like, <laughs> damn, that kind of made me want a little sibling, like someone to look up to. Someone that was to really sweet. It was. It was cute. And then what else happened in the rest of the episode? That was it, right? That was the ending, was Riley going off to college, them getting in the little Sprinter van, and then Bravo kind of showed Riley over the years. And we, we, as viewers, if you've been watching Atlanta, you know, for since Candy's been on there, you've watched, we've watched Riley grow up over the years. So we got to see Noel go off to college, but we didn't get to see no, Noel be as young as Riley. And I feel like Cynthia really didn't have her in that much of Real Housewives as Candy had Riley. Like, you know, at one point Candy was single. So we all we were seeing was kind of Candy and Riley and uh, her little squad or whatnot, Mama Joyce, you know. So that was nice to see. It was a really touching it. Little Ace. Uh, made me tear up a little bit like oh that is so sweet you know but it do go back to that's why candy them didn't need to have baby blaze because obviously riley his mama <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see like that that dynamic what they gonna do with right i mean riley has been out the house now technically since filming has stopped but it was. Ha- I'm happy for her. I'm happy she didn't decide to stay in Atlanta. You know, I am too. Cause she could have. Yeah, she could have. Like a lot of other celebrity kids that are there, she could have decided to go to Clark, Atlanta. She could have decided to do anything, but she decided to spread her wings and go off somewhere. And I, I love that for her. She's also a Barb. So, shout out to my Barb. well girl i think that wraps up atlanta um do you have any hot topics you want to talk about yes let's get into the hot topics hot topic number one yfn lucci is wanted for murder in atlanta (laughs) (laughs) oh what young thugs say little nigga you ain't gonna bust nothing well, it looks like Mr. YSN Lucha has been busting something or sent somebody to bust something. He is now wanted. I guess his murder wasn't as clean as he wanted it to be. Hmm. Anyways, do we feel bad for him? No. Stop no. being out here doing stupid shit when you know you're famous. Get Bro, your ass I just feel like I love it when people are multifaceted because remember he hosted that cucumber party, but he also he's you know, still shooting niggas. I don't, I don't know. I feel like once I get that amount of money, I don't have anything else to prove. I don't care. I don't have to shoot, kill, 
rob, murder, send the hit to nobody no more. Like once I'm making money legitimately, I don't have to do none of that shit no more. That's just how I feel about it. I think it's stupid and careless and you have kids that you have to look out for. Yes. And I also feel like uh um just to add to what you said, there I think there's a difference when somebody coming at you trying to rob you. Like that's something mm-hmm. that's you know, a, that's a different circumstance. That's self defense. Um, yeah, that's self defense. Or you have somebody coming at you for whatever reason versus you going out at somebody or you still being in the game. It's kind of like, all right, what's the point of what is your point in doing that? Because now I feel like they get here, you know, you become a rapper and you get everything you dreamed of. You have been hustling so-called for so long. You were hustling because you didn't have. Now you have. Why the fuck are you still hustling like that? Right. And like I, I tell anybody, anybody, all money ain't good money. If you are making money that someone can easily take away from you, it ain't for you. Because if something happened to you, something happened to him, they taking his money. Mm-hmm. And now what your family going to do? You work so hard in the name and the sake of your family, but now all that shit is out the window because you made a dumbass, careless-ass fucking mistake. So it's just like, dude, you stupid. Um, but we'll see. They said he hasn't, that he, so far he has not turned himself in and he has not been caught. They went looking for him at his house, which is just so dangerous because I wanted to, like, his kids live there with him, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like, come on, dude, like, what are you thinking? And if you're going to do something like that, don't, don't you be dumb enough to do it yourself. Um, I don't know. I just hope that Re- Regine leaves him for good this time. I just want her to get played by younger people with lesser kids. Or lesser amount of kids. Not younger people with lesser kids. Younger <laughs> people, no kids. Like, I, I'm i not one of them people. I feel like the only time we should be settling for somebody with some kids is when you get up there in age and you got your own or you don't got none right. or you want some. You got kids, right. And, or you, you can't have kids and they, and they got them. But other than that, shit, fuck that baby mama drama. I don't um, I don't know why she's putting herself in this position because she's a young girl full of life. But then I also realize she's a young girl and she's full of life. And those are the mistakes that we make at these ages. So um, what else you got? Uh, hold on. Okay. Well, while you looking that up, um, you know, Jada Wada um, apparently got paid $11,000 to post uh, something, to post someone's lipstick or lip gloss and she didn't and so the girl called her out and um jada says she didn't have a contract with the woman for the 11k pay but she's going to do the post i'm gonna do it but not right now since she went to the internet that's what she said and then she posted she made the post and the girl you know she uploaded um the dms between her and uh jada and basically like the girl she uploaded well the girl paid jada eleven thousand dollars to post for an instagram post and she was supposed hold to hold up 
She was supposed to post two posts. Two posts. And she so posted. Jada had already made it one post for her. Uh-huh. She was waiting on the second post. And was. Right? Mm-hmm. She had already received payment. Mm-hmm. When Jada didn't post the second post, the girl reached out to her. Right. And she was like, and that's when she said, I've already done one post. Sorry. You're human. I do have things come up. That falls on on um, the lady. No. It doesn't. And the reason why is when you're out here and you pay these influencers, when, when brands and businesses, right, mm-hmm. pay influencers to do things, if you don't have a contract and sign and say you need to make two posts right and mm-hmm. you don't say what day as an influencer i'm gonna post it when it chronologically goes into my page the way i want it to go you just pay for promo on my page because you're paying me because i have something you don't right so i've given you one half of that I feel like in that situation, both of them were wrong. And the only reason I'm saying Jada is wrong is because she then went and took down the post and reposted it, right? Mm -hmm. And I only say she's wrong for that because the lady did pay for it. But in coming back and finding out that the lady had called her bank to pull the money back, if you take your payment back from me, yes, I'm going to take it off my page. You can take because, it off your page. I took the payment out because you didn't you didn't give me my other post that we agreed on. But you didn't sign a contract. But that's you took not my money. on me. Yes. And I told you I'm gonna make your second post. If you don't give me a okay, say I go do a I go do a contract with Kalinique, right? Mm-hmm. They don't give you a certain date to post. They just ask that you give me two posts out of a month i need you to to do give me one or two posts by february the first that's just an example right Mm -hmm. so it is up to you what day you decide all right i'm gonna take this product i'm gonna do a photo shoot for it and i'm gonna post it on my page it could be the last day of the month at the last hour you didn't solidify a date when it needs to be posted so if you don't do that, that is not that's not on her. And if if you're not gonna allow her to give you the second post, okay, don't take all your money back because you're but paying for exposure. But and that's not why she said that, that she didn't post it. She says she didn't post it because she she's like like people go through shit. I'm reading a DM right now. What yes. is, what is you going through shit have to do with with me paying you to make two posts? It, it means she didn't feel like posting that day. And if you don't give me a deadline, I don't have to do anything until I decide to. You paid me to do something. She didn't say she wasn't going to do it. She just said, I'm going through something right now. Well, you know what? Part of, you know what? Things like this, it'd be making me understand why YFN and Lucci didn't send somebody to get shot. Because if I had 11K, I'd definitely send one of them broke ass niggas from my neighborhood to go shoot that square head jaw slack jaw bitch right in the fucking mouth but blair if i pay you right say i give you 11k mm-hmm. and honestly that could for as much money as they're making off of instagram you paying me 11k could probably be on the low end 
It could be on the low end, but you took it. All up, all up, all up. But I took it. All up. I you I you took it, right? Mm-hmm. I just said, Blair, here's eleven K. I want you to post two posts for me. I never said what day. So when you hit me up about my second post, you know what I'm gonna say? Okay, you know what? You didn't specify a date, but what date would you like? It's simple. She didn't even try to resolve it with her though. Because if 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 you hit me, if I hit you up and I say, hey, where's my second post? You've already carried out half of the act for me. So you have intent to post and you tell me I haven't posted because you're going through something. What she could have replied is, okay, um, you know what? At this point in time, I, I thought that this post was going to be posted earlier. Can I have half my money back? Because she's already did half of the job. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And that's why I said it was wrong on both of their parts, which is why technically Jada shouldn't have been talking to her. This is why people need managers and things to do this so it doesn't fall back on you. Because exactly. even if they don't give you a contract, you give them a contract. Exactly. Because technically, by the book, Jada not wrong. You gave me $11,000. I was going to hold up my end, but you felt like I wasn't working fast enough for you. Do you feel like she was going to hold up her end? Yeah. Why not? Why not hold up your end of the bargain and and, and get ex- risk getting exposed like she did? And then other people are not want to work with you. Because Why risk go through shit like she said people go through shit baby she was i think she was planning star. on doing the second post she already did one post so it wasn't like it wasn't like she took her money and ran and didn't give her anything i did the first post i haven't done your second post i'm going through something now maybe jada could have responded with a better like hey i'm going through something i'm sorry i didn't post your post today but you know, I'll I'll get to it by the end of next week or something. Man, you see the best in so many people, dog. Because when I tell you, I don't think that bitch was going to post it. I think she was going to get I don't know. Because that's their money. Why mess up your money? I don't know. People mess up their money all the time. And I would be mad if a bitch went and did that shit, too. You're going to run to the internet like me and you ain't even finished our conversation. You're going to run to the internet. Yeah, I'm going to take your shit down. You don't pull the money from the bank and all of that. And you don't pull all of it. Yes, I'm going to take your post down. And technic- it's just like technically you mm-hmm. pay for something. You're paying her. You- obviously, she felt like paying her 11K was worth it, right? Mm-hmm. You're paying her because she got more followers. You're paying her for exposure. You're playing her hoping that her followers are going to click on that post and come to your page and buy something. So if she did that, technically you taking all your money back is not holding up your end of the bargain either because I've already made one post for you and got you some of your exposure. So yeah, take half of your money back, but you're going to leave this other half here because I did hold up one end. That's why she deleted it. with your bank, you either contest the whole charge, you don't contest half of a charge, and I would have contested too. Playing right. with me. But now that I, I mean, know. But that's what she gets for not knowing how to run her business and not making her sign a contract. Yeah, but once I, yeah. But now that you said that, and now that I know, trust and believe, if I was to pay anybody, I'm going to get a contract because, you know, I was going to reach out to some people on Twitter to see. Um, uh, 
how they can help us monetize this podcast. But now that I know that, I'm a uh, once I talk to them, I'm gonna get this shit and get this shit on ink, on paper. Yeah, don't never do nothing. It, it, <laughs> hell, it, it, even if I'm paying you two hundred dollars, that shit is on paper. Even if somebody's paying me two hundred dollars, that shit that shit's on paper. Like, so there's no miscommunication. And that's the thing. People out here doing all this business via DMs, nah, you need to hit them emails with them contracts so you can hold people liable. Because all she did was get her money back, which Jada could still dispute that because she can show that she posted for her or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Now y'all going back and forth. When you could have made her give you that money back plus more because she broke contracts. Mm-hmm. But you right. You that's right. on both of them. But mainly that on does. the business owner, I feel. You right about that. I'm glad. Why the hell you out here you trying to start a business and you spending eleven K on promo when you you can get way better promo out here, not off an of influencer for way less than eleven K. Like put that shit on a billboard. <laughs> she can put it on a billboard. She could have ran Facebook ads. She could have ran Instagram ads. She could have did radio offer hell less than a thousand dollars. And she would have still had 10 in her pocket. So she don't need to be mad at nobody. Where they be getting money sales. from? Where they be getting about, I'm a single baby. mama. You need to be putting that 10k in your child savings account. Well, girl, she got seven of them kids now. That's that's what that's about a thousand a piece. <laughs> girl, <kidding>. no. <laughs> um, I Lori back dating somebody again. I don't know who it is this time, but you know what I think? She's dating Michael B. Jordan. I think that she is getting paid to. I think it's all PR, and I think she's getting paid. I don't think she's actually dating these people. Lori probably got a secret boyfriend somewhere. That's a square. They just play his role and massage the girl's feet when she come home. I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily say I think she getting paid. Uh, I think I think she out here dating these folks for real. Now, it would be better if she was getting paid. I could honestly sit with it better if she was getting paid, especially to know that she was dating, let the social media tell it, for her to be dating Justin and turn around and dating Diddy now, like that one just did not sit right you, with me. You don't think that's not you don't think that's PR at all? Why PR for what? To keep her name. That's how you to to keep her. Do you name know what? The, uh, how much other PR we could be out here doing to keep her name? She yeah, already had is, a name. This is easy. It's like reality TV. Do you know how many other projects you could be making? But reality TV is cheap and easy to produce. True. But you know what else is cheap and easy? Her being by herself. That is true too, but keep the name up, then it's good because now people are going to talk about her and Michael B. Jordan until she dates the next nigga. It's like celebs do this stuff to keep their but name. But what does she need PR for? Maybe not her, but the people around her. You would think, you would think, well, you're a celebrity, what do you need PR for? But I think it's to keep their name in the blog. I think Lori Harvey right now is the it girl. Diddy don't need to keep his Diddy don't anything he do gets his name in a blog. And I could his name in the blog. And I could be a mixture of real love. Less famous people. Let me say that. 
it can be a mixture of real dating and this is also a good this is also a good move business wise. I think some of the people that the Kardashians end up besides I think it I think it'd be PR. And they might not outright say it, but in the back of their minds, it's like, I know this is gonna create a buzz. Just like they just like they used now, to Now I know they move to create a buzz. You know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they are also hip to it. Like you talking about the Kardashians, they call they call TMZ. Come on. That's now. what I was saying. Like it don't no, matter. I saying. feel like it don't matter who they dating. It, there's always gonna be a buzz because someone's dating a Kardashian. They could have went and started dating Derek Fisher. That's gonna create buzz. Like, and that's gonna be a good buzz for Derek Fisher. Yeah, but I don't think. I see why you're saying that. I just don't think that's the case here because I'm just not seeing. I'm not seeing. Oh. Uh, what either person is to gain out of it. You get what I'm saying? I could get if their names weren't in the blog, but we talking about future is literally in the blogs every other day, if not every day. Diddy is in the blogs every other day, every week at least. Michael B. <laughs> Jordan is in the blogs every week at least. Every time these people do something, they are in the blogs. They don't need a stunt girlfriend to keep their name in the blogs. They don't need and one, I don't but they want she, one. But they, so you and she's fine. Really it's hard. not like she just like some ugly hooky do girl. Like she looks good. Yeah, I know. I believe just, in arms. I hair. just don't see it. So you think that she's really dating? You think that she? But didn't Fee say something along the lines of? Her and Justin Collins weren't even dating. She was always dating Diddy to begin with. Yeah, that was a cover-up. Supposedly. I don't know. I think it may be a mixture of both. I think somebody, like, who wouldn't want to date Diddy? Who wouldn't want to date Michael B? Me. (laughs) I've seen his penis. I don't find him attractive. I didn't say she fucking. I didn't say that either, girl. I, honestly, I hope she not fucking. I don't think she is. I think she really just having fun. But I also think that there's even, nothing wrong with that. I think that even yes, yeah, I was about to say. I think that even if she was having um, sex or she was dating all however many of these people that she's been linked with, that's what she's supposed to do at this age. She's yeah, young. Yeah. She's hot. She's in her prime. Why not? But since we are on Lori Harvey, what's the difference between what Lori Harvey is doing and what everybody is? Uh oh. Sorry. What everyone is praising her for? What's the difference in what she's doing and what Drea, Black China, and Amber Rose did? What did they do? I think that I think that China was definitely getting paid to um I think that actually came out that China was getting paid to she would do that for up and coming rappers and niggas like that or whatever. Pretend to be there to pretend to be dating them so that they can create a buzz around their names. They would pay them. I don't think anything's wrong with it. I just think that the difference is is that Lori Harvey is more aesthetically pleasing to the eye. 
in in relation to European beauty standards. Oh, okay. And I also think that. Um, but what about Drea? Drea just has a bad rap for being a, a terrible mother, allegedly in a hoe. And then I just think that if Black China didn't look like Black China, and I think that she was lighter and more accepted, then she wouldn't have a problem either. I think she redeemed herself when she gamed a Kardashian because people were so anti-Kardashian. But how much know. lighter she need to be? Because uh, Black China's the light. Yeah, after I mean, she paid good money to be that color too. I remember when Black China was a little. So what about Amber? She white. That's true. I don't know. I just think that I, I don't know because I feel like Lori gets backlash too. You don't you don't see that? All the men hate Lori Harvey. I mean, when they're not, you know, um salivating over her. Who is all the men? Meek. No, 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 <laughs> not the celebs, but niggas in general be like, man, Lori a hoe. She dating this person, she dating that person. It's the women that's like, that's what she's supposed to be doing. She's young. She game with these niggas, but niggas are fuming. Like that bitch ain't shit. Oh, she didn't. She can't keep a man. This, this, and that. But uh. no, I think she's doing what she's supposed to do. I don't know why the other girls. Maybe it was just not accepted at that time. Because you gotta realize, like, you know what? When you, you think it's because the other girls were all strippers first? Maybe. Um, and then also. Um, I don't know if you remember, but when you watch older reality TV, mm-hmm. it wasn't as accepted to do certain things as it is now. And what I mean by that, there used to be a focus on not being considered a hoe. Evelyn was denying her wholeness up until, remember Basketball Wives, how they treated Drea? Yeah. That stuff wouldn't fly on TV today. Remember Charm School? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't fly on TV today. All of that respectability politics and stuff that they were doing, none of that would fly. Well, I'm not going to say it wouldn't fly on TV because we still got love and hip hop. But in the manner in which people would go to charm school after they quote unquote misbehaved or was a hoe on the show, that would not fly today. We're just in a different era. And I think that Lori is just blessed to come up in this era, or the era where people like Amber and Drea and Black China and Kareen and so on and so forth, they all walk so this girl could fucking fly, okay? Kim, they all laid down bricks to pave the way for her. Did they? I think so. Mm. What she think? I can see that to an extent. And the only reason I say that to an extent is Everybody except for Kim had a come up. And and Kim technically had a come up, but her ma- her family still had money. That's what I mean. Right. China came from no money. Amber came from no money. Drea came from no money. Kim, her 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 dad's Robert Kardashian. You right. know what I mean? Um and I think when it comes down to that, that's why Kim was able to get away with what she got get and got away with was because her family had enough money for her to get away with with it and I think the standard with Lori is yes we are a different society today we as women because usually it it men gonna men gonna be men 
you know, um, and they hopefully eventually they change their outlook on things. But men are just to me so small minded on a lot of subjects. And even when you try to explain it to them, they just kind of still don't get it. But as far as women, we are evolving. And I, I see that every year, you know, we, we change what's acceptable for a woman. We are more accepting as mm -hmm. women now than our parents were. Because Absolutely. they were raised that a woman does this, this, and that. A woman doesn't do this. Mm -hmm. And they were also, some people were raised that, you know, a woman wasn't the provider, but now we are in a generation where women are independent on their own, doing whatever they want. I'm bringing money in my house, so you can't tell me what I can, who I can and can't date, because it's my house. I pay the bills up in here, about got more money than you. And that's that's the society that we kind of going through right now where women, we running shit. And if we want to date more than one man, more power to you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that I think that is the difference. And I also think the difference is she's Steve Harvey's, you know, stepdaughter, daughter that he claims, you know, he claims her. Mm -hmm. um, and... I guess we look at it as, all right, she's Steve Harvey's daughter. She's the daughter of a celebrity. She's been around celebrities. So it's kind of like, who else do we expect her to date? Exactly. Whereas with Amber, Black China, and Drea, they didn't grow up in this. They had to come into this, you know, or be brought into this and make a name for themselves where Lori already had a name for herself off of who her parents were. were right I agree so I Very think that's why what not but I ain't mad at us to each his own the only one that was just kind of off is the Diddy thing but going back to you know what um one of our bloggers uh said that technically that was a cover-up because she was dating Diddy the whole time now, more power to her because you 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 bagged a rich man, honey, because he's so richer than your daddy. <laughs> I just don't think <laughs> I just don't think that I could have did did it. Mm -mm. I did. He seemed freaky. <laughs> yeah, he real. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you see how he picked Javante Davis up? No, I didn't see that. Can you see? Girl, send he picked Javante Davis' little ass up, and I was like, "Did he? What was that?" Both so he was offended. <laughs> Remember that Tyler Perry movie? What was it called? The Marriage Counselor or something? Which one? Uh, With Janet Jackson, when she found out her man was gay, she was like, "So you get bent over or something like that?" Um, you, ain't nobody bending me over. And then she said, yeah. "So you do the bending." <laughs> <laughs> That was uh was that four color girls? I think that might have been four color girls, but I'm not sure. I know so. Dang, this gonna take me a minute to find this video because it's been about a week or two ago. Well, send that to me offline. But um, you got anything else in hot topics? 
Um. Oh, by the way, y'all, we ain't gonna talk about this for for super long, but some white people did storm the Capitol, and then there was like one black guy. And he was there to record his music video. We just want to throw that in. Yeah, um, huh. Right. Okay. I ain't, I ain't <laughs> going there today. I'm not going there today because those inside jobs. No, I don't think we have no more hot topics to talk about. Um, have you been enjoying the Busted Challenge? I have. I think it's beautiful. I think that anybody that's taking time to hate on those ladies, it's a shame. Um, men, I don't know where they're hating. Yes, talking about anybody else smell the fish. It's like, why is that the first thing that you think of when you just see people dressing up and having fun? Like, why is your first thing to do was to like crack a joke at the expense of the ladies who are having fun? It was so whack, but yeah, I like the busted challenge. I wish I could um, do it, but I can't. <laughs> I like the Busted Challenge also. It's really cute. I enjoy seeing the transition. Now, Mr. Drake, I'm sorry, y'all. I know a lot of people think that Mr. Drake is fine. I don't. But Drake just don't do it for me. He don't. I don't care how much plastic surgery he gets. You hear me? Because <laughs> he got them abs. <laughs> and they trying to act like he's in the deal. Fillers and his in his face, hairline, biceps, like um, Drake. I don't care. It's like Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Uh, but I think as far I think that's all I've got, honestly, as as far as hot topics. If there's any hot topics y'all want us to talk about when we record the podcast email um, us email us dm us let yeah. us know we'll be willing to talk about it well i think it's safe i think we're both tired i think we're gonna call it a night we are gonna call it a night good night company good night y'all peace love and blessings Peace. Hey yo, you ain't fuck me, you fuck the old body. You ain't fuck Nikki, you fuck Nicole body. Ain't no miles when this here nobody. Go up with their heads, these bitches is nobody. Mm. I, I mean a new body, now I need some music. No little word trying to stick me like a toothpick. I mean a new body, now I need some